This is the show off. It's the collab you didn't know you needed. The unholy union of two powerhouses of Australian media. Pedestrian and the Batuta Advocate. Taking a savage swipe at the week in entertainment news. Anything you missed. And everything you give a shit about. I'm Laura Marcia, entertainment reporter at Pedestrian TV. I'm Effie Bateman, lifestyle and entertainment reporter at the Batuta Advocate. And I'm Stacey Oakchief, city news reporter here at the Batuta Advocate. Today on the show off, Hugh Jackman and his wife, Deborah Lee Finesse, call it quits after a solid 27 years of marriage. Drew Barrymore is on her apology tour and absolutely no shocker here, but Russell Brand, he's being accused of sexual assault. Alrighty, let's get into it. Before we get started on our top stories today, Effie and Laura, what are we all obsessed with this week? You want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, so I just want to preface this by saying I'm not a sex pest, I promise. And I feel okay. like a lot of a lot of my obsessions have something to do with just something naughty. But this 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 just accidentally happened this week. It's become an accidental obsession. So do you guys know the hot dad in Supernatural, who's played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yes. Yes. I think so, so he's a very he's in a very attractive older man. And he's also plays Negan in The Walking Dead, who's the guy that walks around with the baseball bats. I've never played, I've never, no, I've never watched The Walking Dead, but I've just been obsessed with him because I think he's sexy mm. and you know he's psychopathic and he, you know, you know, I get it, I like it. Anyway, I've been watching, I've been getting fed all these Walking Dead edits on TikTok. There's been this trend lately where um, there is a Walking Dead porn parody. Stop. Oh. And. I keep getting fed clips of it and everybody's it's kind of exploding on the Walking Dead Twitter because it's so good. So the actors Have you watched it? I did have a look. Because <laughs> no, I got I kept getting the clips and I'll I'll show yeah, you please. a TikTok clip. The two actors not only look very similar to the characters, but the acting is actually pretty good and the stage production's really good. Wait, so the, if it's on TikTok, are they just showing they you the full show- play? Yeah, yeah, the full so, play. Yeah. yeah, you have to pay. Is it like a, behind a paywall to see like the whole thing? No, it is not. Oh, Ooh. what's it no, on? It's yeah, what's on, it on? I found. I mean, <laughs> you, for you can find it on Twitter. Okay. It's by uh, Gay Uncle Production. <laughs> Sexy. <Yeah. laughs> the budget cowboy hat as well. <laughs> God, I've heard that line before. But isn't it? Isn't it well done? Honestly, yeah. It is. And I yeah. keep the getting... The was quite convincing. I keep for a getting all these different scenes from it and I'm invested because I think the acting is really good. I would actually... Now, this will sound weird, but I would actually love to go to a screening of this. Yes! <laughs> because why not? And the joke is everybody's like, oh, this is a deleted scene from season eight. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now I just keep getting fed various scenes from this Walking Dead porn parody. That's beautiful. Yeah. Do you reckon there might be like a follow up to that with the new season that's coming out? Because there's like a Daryl Dixon one on stand that like just got released. Oh, I mean, Daryl Dixon, you, there's already so much you can work with there. That's <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back, Laura, to the show. Thank you. I'm actually so happy to be back. Um, Josie's loss is my gain. So thank you for having <laughs> me. Um, she will be very, very missed. 
But anyway, so my obsession this week. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, Josie. Love you. Um, my obsession this week is Gossip Girl. And I haven't watched Gossip Girl since I was like 13 years old. My frontal cortex hadn't developed yet. And so now I'm watching it as an adult and it's like this whole new experience that is pretty amazing. And I'm not even picking up my phone, which I have like the brain of a goldfish. So this mm. is big. But one thing I did notice, even though I am loving it and I'm going to watch the whole thing, God bless, um, in the first two episodes, did you guys, did you watch it? Yeah, so, I did the same thing. I re-watched you? it as an adult and I was like, fuck this show. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember there's this, in the first two episodes, Chuck Bass pretty much tries to like, trigger warning, sexually assault yes. both Jenny and Serena. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, Chuck, he's just that's a little just guy. That's just Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that's just Chuck. And everyone's his friend. And I'm like, okay, like, this is really weird. Even mm. when they go to the clubs. Yeah. And I'm like, isn't like, aren't you meant to be like 15, 16? They're drinking out, they're drinking champagne. Yeah. So casually. <laughs> and also the way they all lose their virginity is really weird too. Like, like I just think having sex in the back of a car while it's moving and there's a driver is pretty advanced for a first time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not my first time. No. But anyway, I'm really enjoying myself. Um, it's a great show. It's nice to watch. Where can we find that? Good old Netflix this time oh, around. Nice. It actually <laughs> always pops up as like recommended it obviously knows me so well (laughs) that's a sign yeah it's a sign my obsession this week is a bit of a weird one I feel like I say that every week but never did I think I would say this after the age of 14 that I'm really excited to watch Neighbours yes and that is because Misha Barden guest Mm. appearance she's on it so she I remember it all coming out was like this big deal because obviously it finished on Channel 10 last year and then Amazon's now picked it up. And Misha Barton, she's on it. I'm hooked. It's only like, so I watched it to write a story about it and I'm a big Neighbours girly. I just, I am, sad but true. Um, And the first episode has a huge twist. Have you heard about the wedding twist? No, No. don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you a spoiler, (laughs) but basically it kicks off with a wedding. That's how the season last time wrapped. And it's with two people who you don't expect. And I don't think these two characters have spent more than two minutes in a scene together ever. I'm not not even kidding. I watched this show for two years straight to write recaps. And I swear, (laughs) it's bonkers. Yeah. So it's a plot twist. please watch it. I would love to hear what you think. Mm. Well, I guess I want to know, do you guys think this is going to revive her career? Oh. Or do you think this is – well, like, it worked for Margot Robbie, Chris Hemsworth. They got their start on Neighbours. But they were very young when they started and it, it was the start of it their career. It was a stepping stone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, stepping stone. I mean, so. I'm hoping – what I think will have a bigger impact is if while she was here for filming, she was on The Masked Singer and then she just, like, rocks up. I know she's not going to be, like, the fawn or whatever. What are they? Like, Space Fairy? What if she's one of those guys? Mm. That would have a bigger impact because the viewership is so much higher than Neighbours currently is. Mm. Probably. She should sing um, what you say. That would be great. Wouldn't it? If she or Cal- What's the intro oh, that I oh, said? California, here we come. <laughs> that might give it away, yeah. though. It would, I think would. so. I would just really love to see Lindsay Lohan do a bit of a cameo on Neighbours. Oh. Like, imagine that. Like, the plot twist is... Incidentally, Russell Brand has been on Neighbours. The Australian one? Yeah, he has. What? Yeah, I think, oh, what, 2020, 2021? What what character did he play? I think he played himself. Yeah. There's a photo of him with Toadie, so. (laughs) I don't know why that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first in our top stories today, I want to talk about everyone's favourite Australian actor, Hugh Jackman. Wolverine, um, him and his wife, Deborah Lee Finesse, are separating after mm. 27 years of marriage. 
So I'm sure we've all heard the news, mm, uh, yeah. but last week they announced in a joint statement, and this was a pretty good joint statement. I've read a couple yeah. of joint statements in my time. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, um, blessed to share... Um, Sorry, they said that they've been blessed to share almost three decades together. Our journey is now shifting and we have decided to separate to pursue individual growth. Uh, Our family has always been our highest priority. Um, We undertake the next chapter with gratitude, love and kindness. And then they went on to say, we greatly appreciate your understanding um, in respecting our privacy as our family navigates this transition in all our lives. That's pretty sweet. That is a really yeah. nice one. And coming mm. off the back of like um, Sophie and Joe, it just feels yeah. like the tone is Respectful. really different. Respectful. Yes. Yeah. Together united as one. Completely. Mm. Rather mm. than. And I feel like they're ending on good terms. Like, I mean, that's what they want us to think, but yeah. I genuinely believe it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have a little theory and it's mm. not just my theory. It's been going around that. So they've got two kids together, Oscar, who's 23, and Ava, who just turned 18. Yeah, the oh. timing. Maybe they're just, they just waited. Like, I know a lot of couples do that they wait until all the kids are growing up and then they go see ya Mm. (laughs) see ya (laughs) oh i guess love's dead guys yeah Yeah. i mean look 2023 i feel like it's Mm. been the year of the divorce you know what joe jonas sophie Brittany, sam ariana grande Mm. Mm. what was like the the breakup that made you really question love Oh, I actually like I. This isn't on any question, love, but I did think that Joe and Sophie were really cool together. Mm. He was just. Or like, he, it made him look cool. True. Yeah, have you did. seen the cool theory that yes. they broke up because Sophie is so much cooler than Joe? Yeah, <laughs> and I, it's. I think I stands. I stand by it. Yeah. It definitely elevated his image a lot, I think. Because well, it made him cool. It got him out of that Disney trope, yes. I think. That's so true. But I actually don't know who made me stop believing him. This is a big think. one. Like, think, this current one's a big one. Oh, Jenna Dewan and uh, Channing Tatum was a big oh, one for oh, me. Yeah. I loved Step Up. I was obsessed with the movie Step Up as a kid. Step Up the Streets. The sh- yeah, is that the one where they dance in, in the, the rain? and Oh, Moose? Moose. Moose. Moose was cool. Yeah, Moose. I remember when I was younger, it was... This is so bad. Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. And I look back oh, now and I'm like, oh, that was, oh, you were really off the mark with that one. And the pictures of her celebrating. The, yeah. the divorce photos. On that, mm. do we have any predictions who we think might be next? Yes. Yeah, I think my predictions are, I've got a few. So Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, um, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, which would be a surprising one, but I stand no, by No, I, I 100% yep. agree mm. because they're always going on, oh, we have to see marriage counselling. We're always fighting. We hate each other we don't bother kids yeah (laughs) like they they actually sometimes like we hate each other and we have to fight for the marriage i'm like should you have to fight that hard all the time Hayley Bieber and Justin (gasps) they always talk about how hard their marriage should it should it be am I naive in thinking that it shouldn't be hard all the time when you're young no I don't think it should be hard at all I don't think it's hard but I also think Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel there's all of these people have rumors that have swirled about them mm. for a long time and there's also this like really silly conspiracy theory um that when did the rounds on tiktok ages ago that is um megan fox is a succubus and she's sucking all the life <laughs> out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. out of machine gun kelly <laughs> but i to would be fair yeah. i thought they were broken up because of that post yes yes they're very toxic together 
Apparently. Well, it, or maybe they're not and they just – that's their image is that they're these to- toxic star-crossed lovers. But in reality, it's actually really boring. Yeah, it's just like, hey, do you want porridge for breakfast? Yeah. And he's like, yes, and then that's it. Yeah. And then yeah. online it's like – I drank his blood. I drank his blood, yeah. I feel like she secretly hates him. You know or gets what? the ick from him. Oh, ick I, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is hard not to get the ick from men mm. in general. <laughs> yes. Up next, Effie, Miss True has gone the way of a terrible apology video. Yes. So last week, Drew Barrymore copped massive backlash for announcing she would be resuming the filming of the Drew Barrymore show amid the ongoing actors and writers' strike in Hollywood, which surprised a lot of people because mm. Drew is seen as America's sweetheart, very empathetic and loving and nurturing. And this was kind of, you know, going against the interests of a lot of people working in that industry. So a few days ago, she issued an apology video, which I feel like never works out for any celebrity. There's been quite a few apology videos. Yeah, in the stick past to the notes app. Yeah, mm. yeah. And kind of seemed like she was doubling down in this video. So she said, and I'll quote, I believe there is nothing I can do or say in this moment to make it okay. I wanted to own a decision so that it wasn't a PR protected situation and I would take full responsibility for my actions. And then she goes to say, there's a huge question of why, why am I doing this? Well, I certainly couldn't have expected this kind of attention and we weren't going <laughs> to, we weren't going to break rules and we're going to be in compliance. I wanted to do this because I said, this is bigger than me and there are other people's jobs on the line. And at this bit, she's getting a bit teary and this is when I was watching it. I'm like, oh. I never trust actors who get teary because I'm like, you do that as a Crocodile job. That's not, you do that as a job. I haven't thought about that. Like, I can't take them seriously because I'm like, you can just do that normally and maybe you're manipulating me. And she said, I weighed the scales and I thought, if we could go during a global pandemic and everything the world has experienced through 2020, why would this sideline us? So I want to just put one foot in front of the other and make a show that's there for people, regardless of anything else that's happening in the world. Because that's what I think we all need something that wants to be there, being very realistic in very realistic times. I don't know what that means. So that is why. And then the producer of the Barrymore show defended the show, saying they're going to resume the production and that the season will be completely unscripted until the mm. strike ends, which I think is really bad. I also don't think that that's going to be the case. You have to script. So yeah. And also, you shouldn't be trying to make a show and if it goes ahead successfully, be like, oh, yeah, we didn't have to use writers. Writers are superfluous and we don't need them. Yeah. Um, so she's finally after, you know, doubling down. She's come back. Uh, has backtracked, is now pressing pause and won't be going ahead. Said she's listened to everyone, making the decision to pause the show's premiere. No words to express deepest apologies to anyone I hurt and, of course, to our incredible team who works on the show. And it's interesting seeing the backlash Drew Barrymore's had because there's Mm -hmm. been other talk shows who have said they're going ahead. There's been Bill Maher, there's been the Jennifer Hudson show. They have since also pulled back, but the viewer's gone ahead. But it's this funny thing where she's copying the most because she's seen as the nice one. And uh, it kind of goes to show that people who are good or seen as good are held to higher standards. Yeah. Which means they're more likely to be punished if they make a mistake. So nobody cares that the view's coming back because hosts aren't always the most savoury ethical people. Also, but Does anyone watch the view? Maybe they just you, don't yeah. have... Maybe it doesn't have the power, English. the That's audience it. size. I do think as well, like, Drew is an actor and has, is a Nepo baby actor who there was no question about whether she was going to get a job because she started as a child. Mm. She hasn't had to fight the same way that other actors have on the picket line. Mm. So the stakes, like, whilst I'm sure she was doing the right thing for her staff and the writers and whatever, but the stakes aren't as high for her. They're just mm. not. 
And so I think that's a big reason why she's held to a higher standard. And because she's the nice interviewer who climbs on people's laps and is cute and sweet and like, yep. she is held to a higher standard. Mm. But I think in this case, she should be. Yeah, I agree. agree. I agree. And everyone else would follow her, right? So yeah. she's stopped and now all of these shows aren't going to go ahead. So, mm. but Yeah, I don't know if I believe that she's doing it for the right reason or because she's aware that this is going to affect her reputation if she pushes it any further i think that's it yeah well she wasn't getting pushback she'd go ahead with it Mm. yeah but even she had celebrities hitting out at her as well on her instagram people like rosie o'donnell um there was a few quite a few so i feel like it's also your peers who are telling Mm. you this isn't a good idea and it's just, yeah. it's not a good And the guests move. on her show, because, like, they're allowed to do talks that aren't to do with the projects they're promoting. Like, we've had people come over from, you know, like, Tom Felton's in an Uber Eats ad and other people like that can do other things, but they can't talk about their projects. So she could get celebrities on still, but if they're not willing to go on that damn show, like, what's the point? But mm. I almost feel like a lot of them would be hesitant to knowing that yeah. there's been all this backlash. They True. wouldn't want to necessarily go on. Yeah, I wouldn't if I was a celebrity. Oh, I wouldn't. Not in a million no. years. And imagine if it wasn't script- scripted, they'd be like, no way am I going Exactly. <laughs> And for the final story today, in a development that everyone expected, Russell Brand has been accused of sexual assault. Laura? Yeah, yeah. So before I get into it, I just want to give a bit of a trigger warning because we're going to be discussing rape and sexual assault. Um, So skip this one if you need to. Uh, But yeah, so this past weekend, there was a bombshell investigation and this was done by the Sunday Times, the Times and a British TV show called Channel 4 Dispatches that went to air. The broadcast was an expose of Russell Brand and it was called Russell Brand in Plain Sight. So basically it's the story of four victims who alleged that that Russell had raped or sexually assaulted them in some way between 2006 and 2013, which is kind of the period that is the height of his fame. Mm. So I don't want to get into the accounts and these women have remained anonymous, but following this expose, another woman has come forward and reported an alleged sexual assault to the British police and they're encouraging more women to come out if they've experienced that, which it's good that it's kind of developing this chat. But a day before this report came out, um, we knew it was kind of coming. There had been simmerings in the media that a big report about a comedian was going to come out. And as they should do, they alerted Russell Brand. So then he came out on his YouTube channel with a video basically categorically denying these claims. Mm. Um, He also implied that these allegations could be a coordinated attack by the mainstream media to discredit him, which is pretty wild. I don't know if you guys have followed closely with Russell Brand's career because this was news to me when I looked into this story, but he's had a bit of a shift since he was in movies like, I don't know, Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Getting to the Greek or whatever. He's been really vocal about COVID conspiracies. Mm. He's spoken out about vaccines and he's found an audience with the far right. And so when he posted this video, even Andrew Tate came to his defence And I think that's a red flag. Yeah, Thank yeah you. Of course. huge red flag. Yeah. He's currently on trial for what human trafficking and rape in Romania. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not good, mate. Um, and Elon Musk has also defended him. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's like the four men of the apocalypse. Like I would just be like, of the apocalypse. If mm. I was Russell Brand, I'd be like, shut up. Like, mm. <laughs> but yeah. So basically, these allegations have also caused a lot of clips to resurface about really shitty behavior by Russell Brand. So I looked into this the other day and one of them was where he did this interview with Liz Hayes, who's on 60 Minutes. And he just like 
basically just kisses her at the end right on the lips and then makes a joke about undoing her bra and reaches around does that in another junket interview he climbs on top of fifi box after making jokes about her name and the connotations of her name which sure like i get it sure and then climbs on top of her and straddles her and kisses her again mm-hmm. this is in a junket interview like i cannot imagine i've done lots of junket interviews and if someone just climbed on top of me i would like both of these journalists have done before they just kind of laugh it off mm. i think i would freeze but that's I think the thing you just uh, freeze you, you don't know what to do i think i would like as awful it is, as it is to admit i would laugh it off if i was in a prote- professional context mm. i wouldn't know what to do because you're at work mm. and like do it to be the problem is being put in that position having to work out what to do it's mm. not your job um so yeah a lot of these things have come up and even different interviews have resurfaced so one is with his ex-wife katie perry she told vogue in 2013 she Firstly, revealed he broke up with her via text. I just Not remember the, the, the that video. clip of her about yeah. to go on stage and she's got to, you know, breathe and get ready and try and yeah. compose herself as she's been crying. And she to be able to do that, the strength that that would take. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, this man is a piece of shit. Totally, totally. A lot of people on Twitter are saying, or X, are saying, like, we should have known from that moment that he was a piece of shit. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, Oh, yeah. So she's basically said in 2013 that she's been saving stuff for a rainy day Mm. on him. Juicy. And then another interview resurfaced with Danny Minogue, who said, and I'm quoting, he is completely crazy and a bit of a vile predator. I don't think he has cured his sex addiction, that's for sure. Just a note that he has been really upfront that he's had Mm. sex addiction for his whole career. She continues, he always goes that step too far, never quite enough to slap his face, but usually too far. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah, it's not good. Um, but I'm really happy these allegations are coming out and this discourse has begun so people can come forward. Mm. Well, it's just it's shitty because I remember reading his book and he does he, he's built this career on being this sort of charming, over-the-top, sexually charged Lothario. who's yeah. like, that's his whole thing. And he also comes across as an intelligent person but I also know that he plays very into using it he has a very big vocabulary and he's he uses the big words and also almost has this rhythmic cadence to the way he speaks and um it makes people naturally assume oh he's a very smart guy but it's I think it's I've always thought it's very narcissistic to overuse large words you know that the people you're talking to don't understand yeah and it can be very bewitching to listen to him talk and I could see why lots of people listen to him on YouTube and I I remember being a fan of him at one point because I thought oh he's funny and he's 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 well spoken Mm -hmm. um but if you actually break down what he's saying there's nothing of substance there but it's interesting that he's going to you know the whole leaning into the right wing anti-establishmentarianism which is a very russell brand word we also <laughs> should talk about the fact that the apology video was like cut halfway through yes yeah which is very sus so it's cut if we can have the voice note on if our darling alex can put the <laughs> clip in now during that time of promiscuity the relationships i had were absolutely always consensual the word there's a it's edited before the word consensual and people on Twitter is like, it sounds like he said maybe generally consensual relationships. Why wouldn't, also, if you were his PR team, why wouldn't you just reshoot it? Yeah, because it's leaving so much room for guessing. Like, we have no clue why they cut it. Probably he could have just sneezed. I don't maybe know. Maybe he but doesn't like, even have a PR team. He's that arrogant that he's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who bloody knows? If it's a conspiracy, he's probably yeah. doing it himself. But, of course, like, leaning into that whole right wing yeah. is because after the Me Too era movement, because reading the accounts, 
especially the bit about the 16-year-old girl, I had to stop reading. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially about the taxi driver begging her not to go into his house, into Russell Brand's house as he dropped her off. Yeah. He's, I think he knows his Big time's down. coming up. Yeah. And that's why if, you know, it's happened before where they suddenly start leaning into right wing and Andrew Tate has used this tactic and Donald Trump has used this tactic mm-hmm. that – hey, if things come out about me, it's because they're trying to silence me because mm-hmm. I'm speaking up about the establishment. Yeah. I'm really, you're just a predator. You're just a predator. But it's... Allegedly. It's, what, allegedly. It's working for Russell Brand. It really is, judging by the comments. Yeah, yeah but look, that's not to say like they could easily be bot accounts. I don't think I they don't are. I think they are. Like as much as I want them to be bot accounts. The what, are comment- they like, I love Trump underscore 69? No, but like even on Facebook. On you- Facebook, even when we've reported on them, there's like we have a lot of reports on what, you know, it's the news about Russell Brown and the allegations. There are so many comments from real people um, saying this is made up by the media, this isn't real. Mm. And like it's, it's, I don't know, the allegations are real. I don't know what to say. What does the media have to gain from yeah. any of this? I just think it's very ridiculous, but that's my own personal opinion. I don't know. What or, do I know? Or it's, these are the two comments I keep seeing mm-hmm. and nothing boils my blood more. It's, why don't they come out sooner and oh. where's the proof? Oh. So why don't they come out sooner? I will say now, if something a celebrity did something to me, and would I would not say anything, especially someone who's as big as him because I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get bullied. I'm going to be doxxed. People are going to say I'm a liar. My, my personal life is going to be thrown out online. And it's the same as where's the proof. Mm. Rarely is there a eyewitness or video evidence, but when there's multiple people coming out and saying that this person has done something to me, I believe them. Yeah. And, of course, you want as if you're going to go and you're going to, confront a big figure like that you need support you need a team and that's why it takes years well, for these people the to truth. get together yeah. Truth, yeah why would someone come out multiple people yeah, yeah. Well, this, it's just and there's one logic in this, doesn't make sense yeah and in this particular case there is one victim who has reports from a rape center of the same day yeah. that they allege that this went down so there's um, text messages the, of yeah. him apologizing for nobody actually uses the word but you you read the text and he knows what he's done to these women and he's apologized to them there's also a lot of legal things you need to keep in mind when you report on these things especially in like in australia and in the uk it's different to the u.s but like channel four dispatchers couldn't have reported on this if it was made up Mm. like there Mm. needs to be so much evidence and support to be able to make it viable so i think that's not saying that he's done it it's still allegations but it's something to keep in mind and also back to your thing of people being like, oh, well, why didn't you come mm. out earlier? It's like now there is this huge momentum of women feeling like they have the confidence to actually mm. come out. Yeah. And now even with Danny Masterson, seeing that um, justice can be served, it gives women the confidence to be like, okay, I'm not just going to come out, nothing's going to come of it. There will actually be some justice that will... Mm. Totally, because who expected that he would get 30 years to life? Yeah. I don't think anyone did, and it felt like – I know a lot of women who said that felt almost like a relief just mm. to see that it could happen. It could mm. happen. Yeah. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. Well, I'm sure more, a lot more will come. Well, that. I know that I'm expecting a certain musician slash actor to come out in the next few years. Yeah, that could be a lot of people, but I, <laughs> I think we should keep it vague. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it vague. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be a, quite a few who everyone's like, oh yeah, I could have mm-hmm. picked. 
I think so too. Yeah. I have to wait and see, hey? Yeah. <laughs> More to come. Well, that's what we've got for you this week in entertainment. Thanks for listening and join us again next week on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>